it's a trip, this chapter, but it's also, it's very much not a, a twist. No, it's, the twist is there is no twist. The it's, twist is this is how we live right now. The twist is Noel thinks it's a book or he thinks it's a story, a regular, like, you're the hero and all this stuff. In reality, you're just a guy. You're just part of the refinement of a product that's going to release anyway, even if they hadn't have done this to you. Yeah, you're the uh, you're the proton that made it through. Mm-hmm. You're the uh, the sperm that just got lucky that swam a little faster than everyone else. So. Even if you hadn't reached the egg, we're just going to fuck tomorrow and eventually get this right. If it wasn't you, it was going to be someone else. Yeah. And there's nothing really unique except for the fact that you're not. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. Is a convoluted sentence onto itself that confuses you. So while it's happening, your wallet's getting taken mm-hmm. out. But going back to how we started all this up, it's a big world of gray. And if the greater good means a lot of people need to die to figure out how we can have people live longer. <laughs> if it evens out there somewhere. <laughs> the mental gymnastics people do to justify yeah. this horse shit. The irony of taking human life to keep it going, but also to be that company at the forefront goes, well, we can monetize this first. Yeah. We were first movers mm-hmm. on, yeah. On digitizing humanity's consciousness and selling it back to them at, at uh, affordable subscription prices. Yeah. We, uh, how do you ruin something so good as, you know, digitizing, con- digitizing consciousness, which also went way back when we were, I was freaking out about cyberpunk. I was like, Oh God, they're doing the same story, but it's like, Oh no, no, no. We're our angle is much stupider. Yeah. <laughs> My mind's always been on that, that whole kick of it less. So these days, cause I don't think we're deserving of it, but prolonging human life. And just the more I thought about it, it doesn't make sense for humans to continue. No. If, if there's any longevity is like, we're, we're wasteful. We're biological we could be in space a lot longer if we didn't have to breathe or eat or shit. And it's like, all you need is sun. Plenty of that. There's right. a, those are, that's infinite. Like that's as much energy as you can possibly get. So like working backwards from there, it's like, well, if we could fit all of humanity onto a thumb drive, we'll last a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the matrix isn't so much a nightmare as much as a necessity. It's, Figuring out how to put your soul on 250 megabytes, you know, or whatever. <laughs> well, it depends how much money you got. Right. Yeah. You, I like cutting the brain up like a pie and go, you don't really need the early stuff. If you want just the last 10 years, that's like 50 bucks a month. Well, that's the thing. It's it's selling people on the, on the package that's best for them and by best for them, what they can afford. It's like, look, this is going to be your digitized consciousness and soul. But at this price point, you know, it's going to kind of be the blurry version. You're not going to get like fully crystal clear memories and, you know, experiences from your childhood. It's yeah. it's going to be, you know, at, but for a limited time, you get three important memories, you know, to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's your wedding. Maybe it's your, you know, maybe it's that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want uh, within those three. And it's it goes back to the when it's a beautiful thing that's discovered or created, how is it eventually commoditized and ruined? Yeah. How can Water it- is purified. What's the quickest way we can get it to a bottle, mm-hmm. ruin someone's ecosystem and sell it to someone else. Charge five bucks for it yeah. because it sits in a fridge all day. 
I thought of this chapter two just last night when we were trying to watch Seinfeld. I pay for Hulu. I have it. And I try to watch Seinfeld says, oh, you don't have the right subscription for this. And it's like, it's all a joke. It is all it, it is. We're living in a living joke. It is. It's a nightmare I can't wake up from, which is I pay for Disney. I pay for Netflix. I pay for HBO. I pay for DirecTV. I pay for this. I pay like ad free this plus this, 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 this. It's like, it's it, all a joke. It would. Yeah. But it's what we genuinely think about. And, you know, um, I mean, but it, it's a joke, but it's also there's enough moments moving from this chapter forward that at this point, we're just predicting the future. Attempting to. Yeah. I don't mean to. We're just poking fun at like. Oh, this is where it could go, but this is how you would make a nice thing stupid or, yeah, just slap a price stick, you know, a sticker on it. And this is how humanity holds itself back. How can we squeeze every penny out of this beautiful thing? Well, you also don't. It it comes down to a thing of if everyone could have their souls digitized in a purely equal playing field kind of way, then there's there's no upper class and there's no lower class because you're just all kind of in the same, mm-hmm. you know, digital oh, ecosystem. Yeah. And you cannot, even if I am not even a body and I'm just existing in a digital plane somewhere, I got to make sure that you don't have as much as I have. There's always a velvet rope. I have somewhere. the BMW and mm-hmm. you have the Tercel, you know, or whatever. Like, <laughs> But then even on that note, like someone still has to, monitor the cloud you know like until it's robots watching robots that sort of thing but talking about how this isn't really a twist it's just a small piece of the much bigger pie which is skirm's got its fingers and everything they've already they figured out how to monetize war and how to do it perfectly what's next well we figured out death let's figure out life so how can we preserve the thing that we're actively killing how do you control people to the absolute maximum from, you know, yeah, from cradle to grave. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do it? And some of this stemmed from, I remember reading, there was this, uh, this article that came out a, f- a few years ago about how they were doing these uh, digital scans of basically cross sections of a person's brain. It's almost like, imagine, you know, you had uh, slid panes of glass into a, a brain and taken all these cross sections. Like a horse from the cell. Like, yeah, exactly. You just for, In case, yeah, that, the picture's not... That way people know. Yeah, you, thank you for expressing it in a way that I could never even approach. But yeah, yeah it's like, it's like uh, being on a fucking uh, microscope, you know, or in a One petri dish. Or yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... You do that and then you take these images of the, these cross sections, you know, and eventually you just do digital cross sections and you do these however many infinite times, you know, it's billions, whatever cross sections. And you take these images and supposedly if you have enough a high enough resolution image and you have a good mapping of neurons and whatever else, you could recreate that person's brain based off of, I mean, it's like, it's like a fingerprint or something. It's, you know, the combinations and from that you can convert it into a consciousness Mm. is, you know, obviously there's the mystique of Walt Disney freezing his head and all that shit that we all grew up with. Which is more indicative of how rich people think they can buy their way out of death. Right. Which is 
I think that's why they're all trying to go to space because they oh yeah they know yeah, they yeah. can live longer up there for some reason. Even if it's not them actually still living, it's them preserving legacy. I don't understand because when you're dead, you're dead. Well, it's the thing you die two deaths. It's the first death is your physical death. The second death is the last time someone utters your name. And so what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all going to be erased at some point. Like I feel bad for the dinosaur that was like, people will remember me, and then. He goes, ah, oh, damn it. You know, like your contributions meant nothing. See, but that's the thing is not imagine you're a $185 billion bald penis uh, divorcee and you want to, you know, preserve that legacy. You, you know, he his mindset is not like, who cares when I die? You know, like it doesn't mm-hmm. there's a whole class of people who want to make sure the library has their name on it and, you know, yeah. the space capsule and all this shit just because, you know, they're not exactly sure if they're freezing their head, which, which they are going to freeze their head. Sure. Um, right. But they're not sure if it's going to work. And they may be the first ones, you know, where they unfreeze, like when they unfreeze Walt Disney's head and immediately he goes, give me a smoke. And then, <laughs> and then they give him the wrong one and he just dies right there, you know, like. <laughs> It's going to be a a pretty crazy time. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't I, I don't even know what I'm saying, I, but I I think we the joke here it's not really a joke. It, it's just more of where we kind of see things going, but we have this amazing breakthrough. Noel accidentally stumbled upon what is probably the next evolution in humans. Uh and they're still making him relive the last uh, however many months he was going through. You know, they're going through his logs. Trying to figure out the perfect secret sauce, how yeah. it worked. Yeah. It was a fun way to write to uh, kind of doing like an emulator, like mm-hmm. saving states and um, getting into that weird meta, like doing the scrambled code and just, you know, weird things. It was like like kind of like writing a dream where some things make sense, but other things don't. And things are... S- like surreal but real it, it's weird like, and it also sense. the way you misremember things when you're remembering it like yeah. every time you remember something it's a remembrance of that mem- that remembrance and as <laughs> yeah. you remember over and over again you start inserting things that weren't there things start disappearing you know uh they start being affected by the last place you remembered it from you know so that's the trip that happens mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And, and this then, is also another instance where Rebecca goes, Hey, you repeated yourself here. And I go, wait, hold on, wait one second. And then she, I think on her own, she goes, Oh, I saw. Never mind. Yeah. Our goal is to make her, this brilliant person seem dumb. Uh, we want to bring, we want to yeah. bring someone down to our level. For exactly. Once. You know, what makes you so special? Yeah. You know how to read <laughs> uh, <Nerd>. critically. <laughs> well, so that, yeah, the trip of, of, of remembering and all that stuff basically in a dream. Yeah. And then also having the dreamer called out for their own bullshit, Mm -hmm. trying to make themselves the hero. And then it's not lining up with their weird algorithm. So it's kicking them back and put it, setting them through this loop. It's like going back and looking at it. It's I'm happy with the format that we picked of doing these sort of logs because it allowed for stuff like you can do stuff like that. Yeah. Which is just, we could have done it without logs, but it just would have, they were just, People have just been like, these idiots, yeah. just, what are they doing? What is this format? Was, you know. 
makes us happy. The more layers of uh, nonsense and logs and breaks in the story and stuff like that, the more we cover up our own inabilities. Oh, totally. This yeah. is, we are just trying to paint the horse or putting lipstick on the pig. Putting yeah. lipstick on the painted horse. <laughs> the, uh, and then Carrie comes back. It's probably my favorite part of the book. Where it's he, like, oh, you don't. Oh, you no, don't. before that. Because Noel's brain is so scrambled, he calls him Carney. Oh, Carney. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At this point, Carrie's almost an adult. Like yeah. just the way he is, he's he's a lot more he, like the almost a co- the college student. He's like, yeah, he he's gone through his angry phase, and yeah. now he's sort of he's. It's almost like he's gone through ten years of therapy, and he he can actually listen to his emotions, and he can articulate things, and he knows when someone's being irrational. So in a lot of ways, he's surpassed Noel. Oh, yeah. At this point, he's just aging quicker and quicker, and so when he's like. Hey, buddy, like, I want to help you. And he's like, Carney. Yeah. (laughs) Just everyone, even in their death, are just moving past Noel so much faster. Mm. He's just he's still just spinning his wheels in the dugout. Like we I know we wrote these things as like reveals, but it's more like. This sucks. I'm sorry. Well, the mindset was never like dun, dun, dun. It's more like, look, this is this has already been happening. And Mm Also, you're dead. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how to. It it it's like someone watching JFK and going, I think someone else may have shot the president, and thinking I got it, and everyone around going, I, I see you're excited, and I I think it's cool, but you're real you're behind on a lot of. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want to join join in on the fun, you're a few years too late. But we had the worry that. And maybe it's still, you know, uh, people it's were family. way ahead of it. But oh. no, no, I was going to oh, say, oh, yeah, oh. of knowing that Noel was dead this whole time. Like there was never, a, you know, There's getting no, back there, to his body or anything like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, name was she, she dangling has, the carrot. Yeah, she had other motives or whatever and for lying to him and keeping him close. But um, yeah, it... I wonder if people know or knew, guessed that he was already dead. I don't know. Maybe. It doesn't really change much in the story. Like, I always thought it would be more sad if he got back to his body. I See, I always thought it was sad that – sad in a a it already happened way and there's not even a, a moment to – it's – the way I quit, it's like – it's like when you're getting broken up with and you're like, but I can, you know, whatever, you know, I can change all this stuff. Like, no, no, I, I felt this for a while. Like mm-hmm. the time to change that was a month ago. And then I go longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go, Oh, okay. Right. Well, well, I guess, uh, I guess there's still this hope. And then someone goes, uh, no. One of my somewhat guilty pleasure, favorite sort of twist is the first pirates of the Caribbean movie. Because there's like there's twists in the movie, but ultimately it's just one giant misunderstanding. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, where it's like the pirates are evil, and they're like, no, 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 we just we just need a little bit of blood. We just want to be normal again, and it's like, oh, everything's okay. I don't know if there's any bad guys in that movie. I don't think there are. They kind of force it in the end, and it becomes a mess. But that I think that was Gore Verbinski working with smart people, and ultimately, you know, they're adapting a theme park ride yeah. <laughs> into a movie. But I was like. I was so. waiting when you were going to mention a Disney property again. Uh, you I was mentioned the head. Uh, no, but that's not a movie. That's a, a fact. <laughs> that's a undisputed fact. His head is frozen 
underneath Epcot, <laughs> underneath the GM test drive track. Why would you do it in Florida? It's a terrible place. Uh, yeah, I guess the ground is a little warm, but I don't know because Taxes the land land is cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's... why you put the cryosphere there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> journey to the cryosphere coming yeah. this summer to Disney Plus. Also doing, um, of of course, it, you know, it would be in a an Apple presentation type way. You know, yeah. people stroking themselves on stage. You know, like we found, you know, the next life, and here's how we're gonna. Here's how we're going to market it. Here's the the pricing structure. You know, uh, it just fucking pisses me off. Well, I always wanted to describe an executive and being cat like because uh, I like those people who get so much surgery that their mm-hmm. their cheeks are up here, their eyes are real squinty, and their just... lips are full of collagen. And... <laughs> yeah. But just just null looking at it, going, that's what young people look right. Like. That's what health looks like. <laughs> I was obsessed with those uh, those twins for a while. I knew this. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, they were actually attractive dudes. Super in, attractive in the seventies, eighties. Yeah, when they had like a science show that I guess they were like way off base on uh-huh. for most of the time. But they're just so handsome. Knowing they're like the uh, John Hams of Italy. I love if that's what we end up like in twenty or thirty years, where it's just. I mean, it's literally like, yeah, like this stuff. And their heads are huge. It's weird, right? Because everything... they've gotten jaw surgery and they've got like, like everything is filled with collagen to where yeah. it's like they're covered in clay right. or something. Well, the chin, yeah, the chin comes out. Yeah, the chin. Uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's. There's, sorry, there's a pack of wild dogs that just, every hour or so they just start howling. Roaming the neighborhoods of Southern California. Yeah. People probably can't hear it, but I mean, it's it's like a dozen dogs howling. And I just I want to see a mailman being chased by a pack, or just a dog catcher with a huge net <laughs> trying to chase these these mutts around. Um, we talked about the the Apple presentation early on. Originally, I had it as Skirm was originally called Skirm and Bockers, like used auto car it was like a used oh, auto yeah, lot in new jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. and you changed it to a can of soda yeah, well an energy yeah it's, and, it should be an energy drink yeah um, there's there's some of your amazing copywriting skills in there of like yeah. like quench your thirst of whatever it's that bullshit in advertising where when you're writing copy and they're like make sure you hit the value props and that you, oh, it's got clever yeah yeah yeah. But, you know make sure that you you talk about the the value proposition that we're offering and you're like okay yeah yeah, yeah. and even in this monumental moment of you know being able to digitize a consciousness and stuff you got to have the marketing angle in it the line let the past inspire but thirst for the future right (laughs) i could see that in like some new gatorade like gatorade zero or i'm sure they already make gatorade zero or something like that but some big marketing push where they're getting rid of all the sugar and it's pissing everyone off, but they have to tell them it's the future. Mm-hmm. You, we're we're showing you what's better. We're right. You're wrong. Okay, we were wrong. Pepsi Clear too. All that Ugh. shit. Crystal gravy. Right. That was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> that and cookie dough sport. Uh, what's your favorite SNL commercial? Uh, probably Schmidt's gay. So what is the best commercial? Just yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Happy Fun Ball is pretty good, too. Happy Fun Ball is good. Hasn't aged super great. Really? Yeah. What do they say? Some bad things in there? No, no, no. It's just maybe because I know the joke. Oh, yeah. It was quaint at its, for its time. 
Well, that's me. Yeah. Super colon blow. Super colon blow. That's good. They got a lot of mileage out of Happy Fun Ball because it would appear in different... Uh, it was in the opening of Caveman Lawyer. Right. Yeah. It's right. brought to you by Happy Fun Ball. Now legal in some states. Yeah. Oh, oops. I crapped my pants. Oops, that's yeah. a pretty good one. The uh, robot, uh, old glory robot insurance. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about robots? I know. They'll come for your medicine because they need it for fuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're clearly inspired by the things we hate, which is Apple press conferences which I can't stop watching. Uh-uh. No one can. That's why they're so f- fucking popular. Yeah. I'll watch the Apple ones. I'll watch the freaking uh, NVIDIA ones. They're, they're all the same. They all copy. You know, let me pull this new gadget from my pocket and everything's a lie. But I want it. You know, even Samsung's like, they're, they just show new tech and it's like, you can't look away. But for this, we have an aging basketball star. Mm-hmm. Skirm. Based on Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kidding getting his name wrong it's i i'm annoyed at how much how close this is like it's, it's almost not parody oh yeah it's just just real life it's just an actual press conference and then being able to show an audience that here's your savior and murderer and everyone's like mixed feelings mm-hmm. of, yeah it's not a secret there's no secrets here it's all out there it's yeah. like nestle introducing a new water or drink or or branding things You're like oh but it is being harvested from mm-hmm. a country that you've completely decimated you know it's oh yay i feel good about this yeah i did good stock is up correct yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, that's all that matters yeah this is what happens when so you know i've been working in like an advertising basically field for the last couple of years this is what happens when you put someone in a field that is so full of shit and they already despise working at companies. And then you put them in that for a couple of years. This is the kind of stuff that gets written because of the, the hatred of that, that corporate, I guess you could say evil, but it's just, it's not, it's nothing, not there's nothing evil about it because just, they're satisfying demand, Yeah, but it's just so soulless. Uh, it's soulless. It's very soulless how they're making this soulful uh, invention. Um, that, that's the thing though, too, that, Companies have gotten so wise to how soulless they are that they have to pump up like the human element, and it just comes. That's off. what fucking love brands are, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah, but, it, and, but even that feels forced. Like, look at the love. You and your loved ones will be safe. Love, and you're like, I guess that pulls out some sort of heartstring, or they just bring in a dog. And first of all, every new company wants to be a love brand. They're like, we need to be a love. Brand. We need it's trust, and it's this and this. It's like. Basically, how do we lie to people and make them think that we care about them? How can we do this long enough to secure the funds that we don't need to do this anymore? Yeah, to where everyone can cash out. <laughs> well, just the, the I think of Google, the uh, you know, do no evil or don't be evil. Yeah, and they're like, okay, we were not evil for long enough. Now we get rid of that because. We can't help ourselves. <laughs> yeah. They changed their, their fucking ethos or their motto to more adhere to what they had turned into, you know, this fucking spying. Uh, and I worked for Google for a little bit. So I got to see firsthand. I, I'm sure the people working for Google at some point went, crap, we made 1984. Dang it. <laughs> well, you, so I worked there for, uh, 
six months, I'd show up there once a month to shoot some things. I had a full badge. So I would go there every day for lunch. Um, as you do, because why not? Don't be evil. Yeah. Uh, and also don't log in that you're, so you're supposed to scan your badge to, mm. to eat food. And there would be a line behind the scanner. So people scan there because it's supposed to track like how many people are going for lunch. And I skip right past that fucking thing, go right to the buffet, get two plates. And I put, I always have a little container with me. So I, yeah, I put some of that stuff in that container. Well, anyway, you end up talking to these, these people and you understand how a company is able to go in the wrong direction because of, of people either believing in the bullshit that, oh, we're not doing evil, you know, and or thinking that they can somehow change the direction of the company. I bless them, the people at Google who, you know, stand up and go like, no. And they, you know, they have their, um, you know, they send their the angry email about, you know, the right stuff that are that's happening and, and, and what they're doing wrong. Those people are awesome. But uh that's also not going to change a goddamn thing at that mm-hmm. company because it's built on on taking you over the world. You have a fork in two hands and you're giving them a thumbs <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, this is what I think about when I when I would eat, you know, in the cafeteria, wearing and, a fake mustache, and yeah. like, it was great talking to you, Bill. And you're like, thanks. The best day was when I went for lunch and someone actually, you know, asked like, oh, uh, you know, you need to scan your badge, and I go, well, why? And they go, well, you know, because they, they want us to for the thing. And I go, okay. And I kept going there. But, uh, yeah. and who are they going to say anything to? Because they're going to be like, were you the, the red pill? Did you, now, now all of a sudden they start going, we don't need to scan our food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone swings a mallet into a screen of uh, Eric Schmidt or whatever. No, I'm the guy that they brought in. So, and I had an assistant too who was, He's a very nice guy, very, uh, very dumb, and, but a great guy. But he just he was not socially aware. And so as they're giving myself and him the tour of this place in Google, they had these like archways that are filled with grass and like plants and flowers. Real yeah. stuff. Yeah. And the uh, assistant I had with me goes, is this real? And he dug his fingers to it, ripped out all the plants like just grass and dirt coming down and his hands are just full of dirt. And they're like, yeah, it's real. It was, yeah, it was, that'll cost $5,000 yeah. to fix, which is fine. Um, we have the money, but anyway, the moral of the story is, is Google gave me a badge. I use it for lunch for six months until they eventually, until I eventually showed up one day to try and sign in. And they, they said, well, your badge is canceled. And I said, I didn't say anything. I just walked out. Cause like, I knew well, I'm still a- coming for lunch. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so companies, uh, it's easy to see how people just kind of go with it. And for sure, they I, make that I, product. I was going to say, too, the, sometimes the need, the drive, almost the unnecessary drive for innovation on a yearly basis to hit, you know, quarterly PLs and all this, you know, we got a little bit of that in there, too. Some of our BS jargon speak, mm-hmm. you know, just. It's real shit, but it's real. It's there, but at some point it just becomes its own language. And mm-hmm. it's almost like the better you can talk the talk, the longer you'll keep your job. Right. Which is weird. I, I'm terrible with acronyms. And sometimes people would say something, oh, let me look that up. And like, <laughs> you don't know, you don't know what EPLTDWP stands for? Like, not really. There is a thought with like dictators a lot. There's like a common theme here where they see the greater good. And screw anyone who gets in my way because 
my vision is correct. And if you're not on board, get out of the way. And that's sort of the skirm Mm -hmm. mantra right now. Like we need to kill as many people as we can to do good things because we don't have much longer or like what we, we have realized that these, these flesh suits we have only could only get us so far. Mm -hmm. CRISPR didn't work. Turned out it was all lies. Yeah. Yeah. It was all bullshit. Gene therapy was purely mm. for erectile dysfunction. Yeah. That's all it was for. And it will continue. And it will be, continue. And that, that department's staying open because the podcast ad reads are doing well. This is sponsored by Hims. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, oh, what's the other one? It's like Mojo. or oh, there was a, There's 800 of them. Right. Because uh, Viagra went open source or mm-hmm. whatever. So they're like. like you say if someone has here. a webcam, we can give them a prescription. <laughs> Oh, blue chew. That's oh, the yeah, one. Yeah. You want to walk and chew bubblegum and have an erection? Blue chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, it's a bubblegum? Uh, it only works when you blow a bubble. <laughs> it's just a straight bubble that you blow out somehow. It's just... <laughs> like some fucking balloon. Yeah. The two things that will always exist, um, the need to sustain life and dick pills. Oh, yeah. Those will... Those will both last 10 days after the earth crashes into the sun. How do you feel about someone having to be forced to relive memories over and over? You think it's torture? Yeah. I mean, if if we could do it reliably now, it's the ultimate form of torture because there's absolutely no wriggling out of it or anything like that. And it's the most visceral way you can can, can get at someone. So if you could – I mean, right now, if we poke at someone's brain, they hear like a trumpet – or whatever, but it one day will get to the point where, you know, you, you poke at their brain, uh, their parents forgot to pick them up at school or, or, you know, they, uh, accidentally sliced their hand or whatever. And you just have that go over and over. I mean, it's basically hell on earth. So that actually comes from another nightmare of mine where I had a dream. I died Mm -hmm. and they said, welcome to the afterlife. And they like clockwork orange me, put me in a chair, open my eyes wide open they put me in front of a projector and I had to start watching my life in real time being played out in front of me and I couldn't go anywhere. I know what that's like. Yeah. Your life in real time. I can't go anywhere. Fucking have to keep my eyes open while you talk about <laughs> Disney and all this other horse shit. <sighs> yeah, I opened myself up for that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fair. Your hell is now my hell. And that's why we wrote the book together. Yeah. Because I think we're both on board with... There's a, uh, a complimentary uh, uh, hellscape that we share. It's more of like a parasitic relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, I'm the tick, and you're just the, uh, the big fat hillbilly. Is that the live action version? No, like an actual tick. Oh! It's, you've been mentioning so many things between fucking 1980 and 1997. I thought you were talking about the Tick television show. I was clearly referencing one of my great cousins who lives in Southern Illinois who would make moonshine and had a Tasmanian devil tattoo on his arm and would just burn ticks with a hot match off of his body and go, well, oh, that's a deep one. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. The well, Midwest maybe. is weird. Well, yeah. I mean, my family's in Nebraska. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah. You get like a gallon of soda for 55 cents you get a a a beautiful huge house on 50 acres for like 100 bucks yep things noel will never experience Mm -hmm. because he's stuck in dreamland now perhaps forever we don't we could just end the potentially bodiless he is 
Writing about floating in the ether is fun, where it's just space. Another fun thing for an editor. Yeah. Yeah. He's like floating in nothing, and then a star shows up, and it's Carrie. She goes, Mm, yeah. I thought this was about chess. I thought they were going to write about chess. Bullshit. That's how you rope the, the editor in. She, do, she did later give us a good thumbs up for like, she was like, that's a perfect villain line. I was like, okay. That comes later, next chapter or so. But I think she was trying to get us to answer her email because <laughs> I was late on the invoice. And I think she was like, this is a great line. By the way, you're a week late in paying me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we go, mm-hmm. what else did we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me some more mm-hmm. fluff, uh, fluff the ego a little yes, more. Please tell me what great writers we are. She's like, I'm, I'm at a chess tournament right now. Please Venmo me. I've told no one about this book and I will continue to do that. Do not mention my name <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> my lawyers are on standby. We are combing the internet. You will go down for this. Here's my invoice. I think we'd end it there. I think so. We will be back to talk about, oh yeah, oh yeah, the next one. Yeah. Yeah.